Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to The Big Weekend presented by The Big Lead. I am Kyle Coster. Thank you for joining us on the inaugural episode of this podcast. Now, want to mention here at the top, the only reason that we are doing this, it's a one-in, one-out situation with podcasts. We simply could not be responsible for contributing to the glut of the smog that has become our atmosphere of podcasts. In order to make room for the big weekend, the Kyle Coster Show has graciously stepped outside the limelight and allowed this to be the second project, the second podcast on the big league. We launched the big stream about a month ago. That's our movie and television show. That's twice weekly. And it has really done better than we expected. And it's been a lot of fun. And we're constantly watching TV and movies. Uh, We're just like you, sports bloggers. You know, we breathe the same air. We consume media. We're consumers. I mean, what can you say? Like, you know, we're not so different. You're listening, we're talking. So what you're going to get on the big weekend is your basic sports show. We're just going to step into it late on Sunday night, reflect on what the weekend held for the sports world, and just riff on whatever comes to mind. For me, that's going to be the golf. I have been locked in to the FedEx Cup playoffs. There's no postseason like the golf postseason, and... Once you understand the rules, once you figure out the format, once you understand that everybody in the field is playing to win, but they are also chasing those elusive 30 spots next weekend at East Lake. We just wrapped up the BMW Championship this weekend, the second leg in the playoff tour. We have a winner. He is a man very familiar with success in the FedEx Cup, the reigning champion. Patrick Cantley outplayed everybody. He sank a big birdie putt on his 71st hole, and he takes the hardware. This is a tournament that pros really love to win. It's venerable. This year, it was in a new location, which is exciting. They went full Wayne's World and went to Delaware. A golf tournament in Delaware, I never thought I would live to see the day. But we did. And this one was juicy. At least through about two and three quarters days, the leaderboard was looking sexy. Really sexy. I don't want to objectify a leaderboard. But this thing had it going on in the traditional sense. So I'll just leave it at that. Patrick Cantley gets the victory by one stroke over Scott Stallings, who is going for his first victory in 227 starts. 
And what a story that is. Stallings, who got serious about his body when he had some health problems and has transformed himself into a much more athletic player, a player who can creep up that leaderboard, who is always a force. And I was extremely impressed with the way that he played today. He shot a two under. He did not give this one away. The course was difficult, except for KH Lee, who we'll get to in a moment. Very fast, very hard. There were some tremendous amount of downhill putts coming down the stretch that almost all players left short. They just too afraid of running it by the hole. So there were some really tenuous and touchy putting. Stallings came up short. He lipped out when he had an opportunity to get to 14 under on his final hole of the day. But this guy proved that he can stand up to the moment. I know he did not walk away with the victory, but he was battling. Shot for shot with Cantlay, they shot the same score today. He will be in contention next week by virtue of moving up and getting that jump start like they do with the staggered stroke. Behind him is Scotty Scheffler, who moves to number one in the FedEx Cup standings. 11 under, it should have been 12. He missed a gimme on 18, but he finishes third. Another strong showing for him. He will be the leader for the next three days as they head down to Atlanta. He starts at minus 10. Xander Shoffley, another strong performance by him in fourth. Cantley and Shoffley played together on Thursday and Friday, and they have a long history together. They have a friendship. They're from the same area. And you could see how relaxed they were. And they both performed excellently. And it's funny. I keep thinking about these two in really similar terms. I don't know if it's their names. I don't know if it's they're just outside the top 15, 20, whatever like name brands you want to put on the PGA Tour but for some reason, my mind kind of brings them together. And it was a reminder that they are always game to give you a run to the top five. Cantlay kind of had a reputation as someone who couldn't close. He's yet to close a major, but you saw in his success in the playoff last year that he can win the big one. And Shoffley has been marching his way to the winner's circle with some regularity this year. And he was dynamite. All four days. He was a little iffy today. He only was able to get even par. KH Lee, the round of the day, six under. Man, there's some late risers always on Sunday. That's what makes golf fun. Corey Connors, how about him? The Canadian was flirting with the win. He is a guy who is really getting to be a mainstay on these leaderboard pages. Tied for fifth, Adam Scott, who I think is a story of the weekend 42 years old picks and chooses when he wants to play still is able to put together a low round you know danger always feels like it's lurking around the corner with him but he is still as strong and athletic as ever he's got that picturesque swing he's like a statue out there in the best ways and he is now finished fifth in the first two playoff events, which I think is a remarkable accomplishment. He's played himself in to the finale. He will have a lot of ground to make up, but it's awesome to see him competing. And I think that golf is better when Adam Scott is in the top 30. He 
is kind of a visage of the past. He's youthful in some ways, but he's really been out this a long time, had some big moments in his career, and it would be really awesome to see him get another one somewhere around the bend. John Rahm, great weekend for him. He goes six under and then four under. He was at 1.5 over in the tournament, so he ripped off a 14 under stretch over the over the last three days and change. He is in good form. He will be a factor. That will be exciting. Rory played with us a little bit yesterday. He killed the last three holes on the weekend. Just birdie, 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 birdie. Very fun. He looked to be in form. Taylor Pendrith, who got a big eagle down the stretch, tied with Lakeem Neiman at nine under to round out the top 10. Some fun stuff. Shane Lowry bought his caddy shoes, but the shoes were uncomfortable. So the caddy walked around. He looked a little bit like Jack Santa Claus in a pair of Birkenstocks. You do not see that every day. I love it, man. Hippie golf. It should catch on. Jordan Spieth, my guy, ends six under, rebounded, had a real nightmare on Saturday. At one point, he was nine under and a shot off the lead. And I got that excited feeling where I text my dad and say, hey, Jordan's in contention. And start, maybe I buy the dip after uh, the first bogey. Um, maybe I did that. Maybe that this ruined me financially for the foreseeable future. And who's to say? But he on Saturday is cruising right along. Then things get a little bit iffy on number five. Hits his ball in a fairway bunker. Now he can go for the green or he can lay up. Now I should mention at this time, obviously he's flirting with the, the lead and he was playing great golf. He just had a couple birdies. We saw the greatest show in sports or at least the greatest mic'd up feature in sports as Jordan does what he always does, speaking eloquently and at length about everything, everything that's going through his head, giving us that view into his mind. And Michael Greller tried to convince him to lay up. Didn't think it was worth going for it. Tried everything in the book. The only thing he could have done was crawl in there and physically tackle Jordan, which he isn't going to do. Tried about six ways to convince Jordan. Climbed the advice, said, this one's on me. <laughs> this is on me. And immediately proceeds to hit the ball in the water. And then the wheels fell off. He got all the way down, I think, to like, I think he blew six shots in about an eight-hole stretch. It got really ugly. But I just, even when the man is blowing up and ruining his chances to win, he's the consummate entertainer. And I never thought about the negative side of Jordan Spieth because he is probably at this point my favorite athlete. And it just feels like, that's the way it should be. I couldn't understand. But when this specific example happened, you heard him talk for like 90 seconds. I finally realized where I was like, okay, well, if I don't like this guy and he's not my favorite, maybe I don't love that he gets kind of like his own show each and every single shot every time that he wants it. Is there part of him that's doing this for show? And I, I guess I could see like, that little tiny small part of a, like a cynical person being like, okay, I think this is what he's doing. So I understand the schadenfreude of him failing because, you know, if you're going to give a treatise on something, 
and then your efforts doing it are subpar. I mean, that's not just sports. That's any aspect in life. People are going to be a little bit like, uh, I don't think so. And ultimately, you know, maybe root for those moments where you get some egg on your face because you were so confident cracking the egg in that specific way. Not so fun one. Will Zalatoris had to withdraw on Saturday. He hurt himself with a swing leading to one of the more surreal moments I've had watching golf in a long time where they delayed play for about 10 minutes as they attempted to get a physio to the area. And then a jacked guy who looked a little bit like uh, younger stouter Joe Biden came out and started like giving him hugs, putting him on the ground, working him out, stretching him out like you would see before an NBA game. But you just don't really see that outside of a tee box very often with the, with the bear hugs and the whatnot, the tickle fights. And then NBC made what I think was one of the more hilarious choices in putting a time clock on it, saying how much time since he last shot or what, however long the delay was. And it was about, it ran for about three minutes, went until it got to about 15 minutes. And then I think someone in the production truck was probably like, uh, what are we doing here? Let's uh, let's rethink this one. But for Zalatoris, it's such a bummer because he was number two in the standings. He fell to number three because he's had such an awesome year that he could afford to kind of punt this one out. I hope he's healthy. Um, after he won last week, I thought that there was kind of the writing on the wall was for him to be to have this like ascension moment and finally capture it all. And he could still get there if he's able to swing a club. Get a little bit, a uh, little bit worried about that because I don't know if you played golf, but there's a lot, there's a lot of back turning going on. So golf, one more tournament, one more tournament, and I'm gonna miss it like hell when it's gone. Hey everybody, it's Kyle Coster from the Big Lead. Today, I want to talk to you about a new sponsor. For the big weekend. If you're like me, you spend countless hours in the gym trying to bulk up and struggle to see the results. Well, that's all about to change. Thanks to our friends over at Predator Power. They've developed a new supplement guaranteed to get results. Muscle Ripper 7000 is a proprietary formula discovered after founders Chasen Anderson and Trip Tungsten took a spiritual retreat to the Bolivian highlands. There, growing far above the tree line, is the mighty Tassa root, revered for its holistic healing powers and mass-building properties. Chasen and Tripp have added this magical substance to a protein shake based off of ones they both drank while fighting in for-profit private armies across the globe. The drink, which comes in chocolate, strawberry, and banana, can be used as a pre- or post-workout boost, and the immediate results will blow your mind. No other shake on the market comes with the patent-pending Ripper Ripple, a full-body sensation resembling a perpetual sneeze that will take your sets to the next level. That feeling of losing complete control lets you know that it's working. If you're tired of simply staying in shape and would rather go from beta to alpha overnight, then Muscle Ripper 7000 is for you. Visit www.pharmafreaks.com, that's freaks with a PH, backslash trials, dash FDA censorship today to receive your four-day trial for only $39.99. 
As a special bonus, listeners of this podcast will get 50% off with promo code WARFARE at checkout. While you're there, explore other exciting Predator Power products like the Suicide Bar and Devil Dust. Predator Power. If you're not the hunter, you're the prey. Earlier this year, Chicago White Sox manager Tony Larusa issued an intentional walk to the Dodgers' Trey Turner after his pitcher had worked the count to one and two. It was as perplexing in the moment as it is now, given the knowledge that Max Muncy would immediately blast a three-run homer. Thankfully for the Southside fans, the legendary manager took full accountability in the postgame back then, saying, hey, that's on me. Now I understand why no one in the history of baseball has ever done that with any type of regularity. Just kidding. Here's what he actually said in his never-ending quest to chase bad first decisions with doubling and tripling down. 24 hours later, I'm even more surprised. That's not even a close call. I mean, do you know what Muncie was hitting from the left-hand side this season? 125. Turner is a tough hitter with no strikes, one strike, two strikes. He shortens up and he's got all kinds of ways to put the ball in play and hurt you. So you just knew that this guy's stubbornness was going to win out and he was going to do it again, either to prove a point or actually, I don't know what the other strategic reason would be. The other night in Cleveland with the White Sox competing for a playoff spot and what has been a largely disappointing year, they took a two to one lead into the bottom of the seventh before the Guardians struck for four runs. And then with two outs and Jake Diekman on the hill, the home side executed a double steal, which gave LaRusa the perfect window to do something that no one else would do. Even though Oscar Gonzalez was down in the count one, two, Tony LaRusa put him on and ushered in confusion. Listen to Jason Benetti and Steve Stone handle the situation for a second time. Naylor literally took off. Deakman never saw him, and he stole third base easily. And then on the drop, Jimenez decides to go to second. So now you walk in on one and two. You apparently are walking in one and two, and now it looks like Joe's going to be called back, I believe. Uh, again, you're you're ahead of him one and two. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake Diekman is going to have it taken out of his hands for the time being. Ah. We've seen it twice this year. It didn't work out the first time. Well, let's see how it works out this time. There's no use litigating whether it's the right move just because the next batter flew out to end the inning. Because it wasn't the right move. Run expectancy goes up and good hitters become average hitters when they have two strikes. More importantly, though, how in the hell are you taking the ball out of your pitcher's hand after he's battled to get to that point? What type of message does that send? White Sox players deserve sainthood for putting on a happy face over the last two years and not letting their honesty creep through for the good of the collective. This entire project feels as unsustainable as ever. How long... Can anyone who cares about the team be forced to channel Jesse Pinkman and wonder how TLR keeps getting away with it? Then, of course, came the victory lap postgame. After the Sox lost, mind you. Not going to face Oscar Gonzalez. He's hitting 300, said Larusa of the intentional walk on a 1-2 count, which he went to once first base open from a double steal. 
He said the fear over the one, two intentional walks have been quote, the most ridiculous thing in the season end quote. That's from James Fegan of the athletic. All right, Tony, pat yourself for being the smartest person in the room. If it worked once and it didn't work once, then we need a rubber match to see if there's anything to the maneuver. If it's a winning move, then it'll catch on. Not exactly holding my breath there. Hey folks, Kyle Coster again. I'd like to take a minute to address some of the biased media reports you may have seen regarding Predator Power and Muscle Ripper 7000. I have been in close contact with Chasen and Tripp through their legal team, and they assure me that this is just another example of woke sensationalist journalism and fear-mongering by wimps who don't want you, a red-blooded American, to exercise your God-given right to bear arms that are as big as bear arms. And they want to clear up a few misconceptions. First off, the fugue state associated with the Ripper Ripple is not only completely normal, but an example of the product working as intended. It's completely natural. And if your body could do it on its own, it would. There is simply no need to contact emergency services if the convulsions become intense. They are totally normal and a sign the amino acids are blasting your muscle centers. There's also been much made of the hair loss or rapid hair gain during use. The lamestream media wants to present this as a problem instead of an opportunity. A quick, common-sense fix of experimenting with the dosage has done wonders for up to 15% of users who have found a way to maintain a homeostasis. And sure, there's no way to tell how the product will impact your own follicle journey, but isn't that just part of the fun? Suck it up! Stop whining. Don't believe what you read, how you feel, or even what your primary practitioner is telling you. Go beyond your survival instinct with Muscle Ripper, The Suicide Bar, and Double Dust. Visit www.pharmafreaks.com, that's freaks with a PH, backslash trials dash FDA censorship today to receive your five-day trial for only $139.99. And as a special bonus, listeners of this podcast can get 10% off with promo code LEGALFEES at checkout. Predator power. First, they came for the bodybuilders. A little breaking news here from Ian Rappaport of NFL.com. He says, just spoke to Akib Talib. In light of the recent tragedy, he's going to step aside from his broadcasting duties at Amazon to spend time with his family. And that answers a question I had, a question I tried to get fielded by Amazon a few times as it came to Tlaib's to, to role in the upcoming Thursday night football coverage. An impossible decision for Amazon to make in saying that, yes, you can keep doing this because the story's not going away. There's bigger things than broadcasting going on in it. And I think that people would have stayed on it. It's a missed opportunity for him. It's a bummer because he is really good on TV and he talks about football in a totally unique way and it really resonates and it's so refreshing to hear that honesty but this was the only choice that amazon could make really in in my mind it just would have been a huge distraction wouldn't have been the best look even though that's not my favorite phrase in the world it's just it seems like it says like Tlaib made the decision but uh i think you wouldn't be crazy if you maybe speculated that there was some two-way communication there because this is probably the best for all parties. All right, let's talk Big Ten media rights. 
This week, the enormous deal, which was rumored to be over a billion dollars per year, was revealed. And it's seven years with Fox, CBS, NBC, Peacock, and FS1. There's escalators in there that can bring it to nearly $10 billion if the conference continues to expand. Let's uh, let's say maybe securing that Miami market. By the way, if I haven't made it explicitly clear through my tweets, I'll just say it right now. I feel very, very confident about Miami eventually ending up in the Big Ten. That conversation is not at its own one-yard line. That's been going on for a while. Anybody who reads the tea leaves understands that. But I'm saying I feel pretty confident in Miami being a regular on Michigan State's schedule. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of details out there about the deal that you can search out and you know it's it's complicated and this stuff is big business but I think what I take away is is a, is a Big 10 stand is this is a really good day for the conference. With the way college sports is going you see conferences aligning themselves to be the big 2 and the SEC needed counterbalance, it needed another party. I think only two will survive and it Sure is looking like it's going to be the SEC and the Big Ten on top of the pyramid. The conference for all the jokes and its place in America and the way Midwesterners are, I, it's funny. Like I, I love all of it, but it belies the fact that there's so much forward thinking going on in the conference. And it's always been sort of light years ahead of what perception is. And this is great. This is really good. If you're if you're a fan of college sports, you have to hope that your team is one of the favored ones that gets into the, you know, whatever this is, this new professional era uh, of two leagues, because there's going to be a big difference. It's going to be like closer to something it's always been like, like being a fan of European football. It's just the relegation stuff is going to feel very real over here, even if there's no opportunity for people to advance. But the most important thing you need to know about this deal is that it's going to be so cool to have Big Ten games on CBS. They made news by saying, guess what? We're keeping the theme. That theme that you all think was created just for the SEC, even though it wasn't. It was around before the SEC came sticking its nose in football business over at CBS. It's coming to the Big Ten. Jim Harbaugh, Ohio State, P.J. Fleck, row the boat. They are all going to take the field to this little ditty. Kyle Coster here again. If you've been following the trial then you already know that the outcome was prearranged and it's a total sham. All revolutionaries have been dismissed in the moment only to be vindicated by history. Predator power and its shadow band Muscle Ripper 7000 are just the latest in a long line. Where to even start with this? First, did you know that among the 25 so-called expert doctors only one of them can do one bench press rep of 225 pounds. Who are you going to trust with your health? A bunch of Dr. Kevin Durant's or Chasen and Trip, two self-made entrepreneurs 
who happened to be banned from Twitter and still managed to turn a small $4 million loan from their parents' hedge fund into a supplement juggernaut from their humble Greenwich compound. What they won't tell you in the media is that the uncontrollable rage brought on by prolonged use of these elixirs is that you're actually having a spiritual experience, a little hair loss, a little hair gain. It's a small price to be able to look directly into God's eyes and tell him that you just set another PR. If aggression were a crime, it'd be illegal. That's why the dozens of Predator Power customers on trial for assaulting Planet Fitness employees upon being asked to share the Smith machine are standing tall and only sometimes accepting plea deals. Would you just buy the stuff, okay? We're done asking nicely. Fight for our way of life with Muscle Ripper, the Suicide Bar, and Devil Dust. Visit www.pharmafreaks.com for legal purposes that's now freaks with a PH and pharma with an F backslash trials-fda censorship today to receive information on how to join our righteous movement for only $1,399. And as a special bonus, listeners of this podcast can make a special one-time donation of $450 that will be used to build an army. Let's just leave it at that. By using promo code surface to air at checkout. Predator power. This means war. Cowan Coward just tweeted, every generation truly believes they're unique, special, more grounded, more enlightened than the bills come due. Huh. Every generation truly believes they're unique, special, more grounded, more enlightened than the bills come due. Before we go, just to predict what Monday is going to be like, if I had to wake up and think what's going to be the blog topic, what are people going to be discussing? What are we going to get? Meeting first take. What is it? What is it tomorrow? Got it. Just happened. Kayvon Thibodeau, the standout defensive end rookie. The New York Giants just got hurt, taken off the field with an injury after a low block backfield against the Bengals. People are saying this is dirty. We got offensive linemen getting out there saying, no, that's how it's done. We got a good old fashioned football ethics debate, all about ethics and backfield blocking during the preseason. People are going to be fired up about this one. You got New York, you got New Prospect, you got the fact that you can say, this is dirty, this is not dirty. There's nothing people love more than saying what's dirty and what's not dirty. Oh, maybe fan fights. Maybe fan fights and pizza. But outside of that, was this dirty? Was this over the line? You can, you know the discourse is going to be amazing online. A lot of yelling at people. Not a lot of productivity there, I've noticed. But yeah, this is the one, and it's a bummer because the guy's such a talent. He's built different mentally. He's one of the few people that can say that. It's certainly his approach to the whole draft process has kind of been enlightening, and you're either going to root for him or root against him if you know, you kind of want to see where this experiment goes. The experiment goes some different ways uh, in, in sports when you got the standout personality. But this is just a bummer. And it's a reminder, you know, you can't practice football. You keep playing football without getting hurt. It's kind of like a systematic problem of the game. And every year we get these preseason debates. What's enough? What's not enough? 
do you get hurt more if you're not playing hard enough? It's just, it's the option. It's the answer to unwritten rules in baseball. And I guess this is just kind of what it looks like when you play it out for the league's most popular sport. There's something there. Unwritten rules, a hot topic. People say they don't like to debate it, but they really do. So unwritten rules. Yeah, my two cents, I don't know. I never played football. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.